Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. Hey, hi, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Brand Meet Creator. So today I'm flexing this solo uh, episode muscle once again. I told you this is like my, this is my thing this year. I'm going to get good at this. I'm going to get casual at this. And it just shows you like anything that you're not good at, like you just need to strengthen that muscle and like not worry about it, put out the cringy. Um, and what reminded me of this, what made me like want to actually jump into another solo episode this week was I had that, you know, the feature on Instagram that pops up that says like memories from your story from three years ago. So I don't normally have that feature, but Instagram gave it to me yesterday. And what it showed me was me doing a like talking talking to camera story um, within my first year of business. I was talking about like all of the glitches on Instagram and like new features coming, gag. Um, And what was so interesting to me was it felt like my customer service voice. I was like, this, what? This isn't what I sound like. Why do I sound so young? This is so weird. So anyway, I'm like cringing at myself trying to explain like new features coming and all these glitches that are happening. And I was just reminded of a couple months ago when two things, two things. A couple months ago, my family and I went on vacation and during this time, my mom made a comment about like, oh, you're not the same. You're not the same online as you are in person. And my husband actually piped up. He like boomer jumped in there and he goes, yeah, you're not the same online as in person. Online, you're either just dancing about something or complaining about something you don't like on the internet. And I was like, mm, fair. <laughs> That's mm, very accurate, very, very accurate. But I do think that I am kind of, I'm the same person. I would hope I'm the same person. Maybe I just need to flex this muscle more. Um, But you tell me, like slide into my DMs, like let's chat. Like, especially if we've talked in a meeting or like you're in Douglas Club or something like that. Like, mm, am I the same? Am I the same? That's like a true test of authenticity. I dare you. I dare you to go ask your significant other or your mom or you're like, I don't know, someone you knew in high school. Maybe not that. Someone, if you're the same on your story as in real life, and that's your challenge is be more casual. No customer service voice. No, no, no buttoned up on your story. Be you. Don't film it five times. That's your challenge. Okay, so I've been inspired in this episode to actually talk about something that relates to this strengthening your content creation muscles topic. So a couple weeks ago, I was filming an episode with Sonia, and she basically said, if you don't know how or if you can't 
create 10 ideas from one concept. If you as a creator can't create 10 ideas, 10 reels from one singular concept, then you need to practice. You you need to do more because that is your bare minimum as a creator. And I have been thinking about that ever since. And even within Do Less Club meetings, I've had this at the forefront of my brain as I'm talking to all of these people that are trying to figure out their mindset, messaging, et cetera. And I think this becoming a content creation machine, being able to pump out content like it's nothing, really needs to be talked about more. Because we have this camp on the internet of like, post 30 reels in 30 days, do everything, like just post more. And then I I think to myself, okay, I hate that. That's not realistic. But I'm kind of doing the same thing. I'm, I'm kind of doing that right now. So I wanted to give you a look into my content creation process with numbers, some tips and tricks of like how to strengthen this muscle, how to be a content creating machine and go from there. So let me go ahead and pull up my insights because I think numbers right now are, are, it's really important. And especially as someone that preaches, you know, do less, think less, like you don't need to be doing everything under the sun. I I don't want to be a walking contradiction here. So according to my insights, this last month, I posted 29 times, not stories, like hard posts, picture posts, or, or carousels, excuse me, or reels. The month before that was exactly the same, 28 posts for the whole month. The month before that was a little bit more. I think I have 32 posts. So I'm not posting every day, but I am posting twice a day on some weekdays. And I think my rules have kind of changed as I've leaned into posting more and as posting more has become so much easier. I'm not having content days. I'm creating as I go. I can't imagine having a batch creation day. And if that's you, like if you're someone that needs to batch create, absolutely, absolutely positively follow follow the path that feels right to you. But for me, batch creating sounds like a nightmare. I absolutely don't want to do it. So how on earth am I pumping out so many reels, <laughs> so many pieces of content when I'm not planning a time to do it? Like how much time am I actually spending on my content? How am I how am I coming up with the, these ideas? And I want to give you an example of like how all of this content is being made. Number one, I know my content pillars like the back of my hand. I know what soapboxes that I have constantly. I know the conversations that I'm having with my clients. I know the modules within my programs that I need to be pulling from so that when I start marketing my program, anyone following me is going to say, oh, perfect. I wanted to learn more about that. I wanted to talk to someone. I needed help just like that because I've already given them the bits and bobs and the pieces along the way to get them interested in that thing. So if you're sitting here like, geez, I don't know what my content pillars are. I don't know how to, you know, make this pivot or, you know, really get into selling my thing more. 
you probably ain't talking about it enough and you're probably not picking the path of least resistance. Why are you not basing your whole por- your whole page off of the things that you're selling? If you know every week that you're trying to sell, I don't know, I'm giving just going to give you my own examples, sweatshirts, for example. I need to create something wearing my Do Less Club sweatshirts, uh, Harley 20 for, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Just me repping my repping my stuff, finding a way to plug it. But that's what you need to be doing. How do you include something in your content every week that's going to draw people's eyes in to to that thing that you want to sell? If you're not talking about it, they don't remember it. I promise you that. Everyone's busy. Everyone's mindlessly scrolling. They have too many things to do. We're all busy. Think about your own viewing habits. You're not being annoying. You just you just need to say it multiple times. This is not your best friend. This is someone that has a very different mindset than someone in front of you actually talking to you. So that's your first thing. That's your first thing. You need to get crystal clear on actually what you're talking about and where you're trying to lead people with these little breadcrumbs of content. I want you to think of your content, your posts, like breadcrumbs. And let's make a distinction. Those breadcrumbs are not a whole sandwich. And I think this is the biggest thing that I'm seeing lately with my clients and on the Reels tab and something that's making me scroll away so quickly, like within seconds, milliseconds. I'm like, eh, no. Um, It's when you try to force feed me the whole sandwich. I don't want that. I want this baby detail. I want the breadcrumb of a point. I don't don't need value, 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 value. And... I, I think we've we've pushed this into the extreme of, you know, this message of provide value is so intangible that we all get stuck in our heads about, you know, how much is enough value? Am I actually providing enough? Am I telling you the whole story? Okay, but you don't need to tell the whole story. You don't, you, you actually do not need, and I don't want you to tell me the whole story. I want you to tell me one bullet point on that PowerPoint slide that's in your modules or one outfit that you made from whatever, one fact about this ingredient in your recipe. It can be the baby, baby details. I want you to try out this one product for the first time. I don't need you to try out the whole set. That's that's tomorrow's content. That's later today's content. You need to be able to split it up into a smaller, smaller piece. Because if you have one concept that you're creating in your head of like, okay, this is all my value. This is my little, this is my little box of everything that you need for this exact topic. How many times can you share the same box? You can't, right? Like that's once, once, and then maybe a month down the line. But if you take that box and you take out every little thing inside that box, you split it up into the baby, baby breadcrumbs. Now you have 10 pieces of content, 10 pieces of content. That's huge. That's huge. Especially when the algorithm is giving us you know, microscopic reach right now. Like everyone's seeing it. Everyone's worried about their their views and their story views and their reach. Everyone is. And I, I hear this all the time from my clients who are like worried about brand deals or worried about whatever. And they're not actually talking to other creators. So they just see their own stuff. And it's like, this is the lowest reach that I've ever seen in my life. This is this is terrible and tragic. What am I doing wrong? Ooh, 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 ooh. Stop. Hold on. Stop spiraling because you're not actually doing something wrong. You just have normal reach. You're just seeing the normal patterns that everyone is seeing from their content, which sucks. 
does, but that just tells me that's a that's a little ding 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 for me to say I need I just need to spend less time. This needs to be a smaller topic and if someone wants to learn more, they can go to my page. They can scroll through it. They can they can binge watch my whole page if they want to. There's more information there, but in, as a creator, I I can't I can't make it bigger. So, with that being said, let me give you this example. I just steamrolled my own example with <laughs> a soapbox rant. So stepping off the soapbox, here's what I want you to think about. Building a staircase of content. This is your content creation machine. This is the method to the madness. Building a staircase, building content that builds on itself one step at a time. So the other day, this is a great example. I was scrolling through Do Less Club Girls content and I kept seeing, I kept seeing head to the caption to read more, head to the caption, read more, like nothing in the video and then like read more in the caption. And I feel like this is such a trend and like, it's a, you know, you're doing the call to action thing. It's like, I don't know, in quotes, right. Or like the gurus will tell you or whatever. It's a call to action, whatever marketing lingo. But for me as a consumer, I don't have patience for that. Like if you tell me, if you don't tell me anything in the real and then you say, head more, head to the caption to read more, oh, there is nothing that pushes my buttons more. And maybe it's because I'm a fire sign. Maybe it's because I have ADHD. Like I'm, I'm Audi within, again, milliseconds, milliseconds. So I went to the Slack community for Do Less Club and I was like, hey, is this just me or does this bug anyone else? <laughs> and I immediately had like four or five responses that were all very different, all very, very different about, yes, it bugs me. Here's when it bugs me. No, it doesn't bug me. Like all different viewing preferences. And that's totally fine. So that was the trigger for me in my brain. That was the switch that said, oh, this would be great content. So I immediately went to my camera roll. I pulled a video, put it into InShot, slapped that exact text over the top. I did not do anything extra. I did not get ready. I did not film a new clip. I pulled something that I already had and I pretty much press post. Like your girl didn't have a caption planned. There was no crazy scientific strategy method to the magic. Like you don't need to, you don't actually need to learn more for this to be effective. And I press post. And you know what happened? This video is now at 50K views and it's one of my higher performing posts in the recent weeks, because again, reach is absolutely tragic. I am a prime example of that. If you want a little if you want a little feel-good magic, just go to my Reels views and compare based on my followers to yours and see see how you feel. <laughs> but I don't spend any time on my content, so I'm not heard about it. All right, so you have you have this piece of content. I press post on it. Easy, easy, easy. Now, what happens next? How do we how do we take the next step up this ladder? Well, you see, great question. Let me tell you. Now I wait for the comments to roll in. I wait for the response or whether it's like stupid comments or whether it's jokes or whether it's other marketing people that jumped in and were like, well, I feel this way. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take my thoughts and my feelings. This is a this is an ongoing conversation. I'm going to take that and say, great, let's put that 
in my content next. Let's dive deeper into this. Let's say this in a different way. And I don't need to say anything brand new, anything revolutionary. I just need to get another piece of content out. So if I keep doing this, if I keep using this conversation to go on and on and on and repeating the things that are doing well or rephrasing the things that flopped, this is like, this is so important too. Rephrasing the things that flopped, just because it flopped doesn't mean that it was bad or that, you know, people didn't like the topic. Maybe it was the format. Maybe it was the tone of it. Maybe it was just the trend or the audio or something. Maybe it was, you know, the lighting in the first clip. Like who, who knows? We all have different viewing preferences. The the algorithm's crazy. Who knows what, you know, the moon's doing at that time. Who knows if we're in retrograde and text just like can't handle its life. Who knows? So You need to just keep pumping out content. But if you're doing it like that, if you are making sure that it's these microscopic bits of content and I'm building off of what I've already created, you are never going to run out. You're never going to run out. A little little piece that I've been doing on top of that is anytime that I have an idea or someone says something intelligent, someone says something especially genius... (laughs) Sometimes that's my own brain saying something especially genius. I'm kidding. I will go into my notes. I have about 20 notes. Um, (laughs) This is probably the least on. This is okay. This is actually probably a really good look at like you don't actually have to do more because I always get asked, what's your secret to organizing your camera roll or like keeping your life? all fine and dandy. And I'm like, I'm a hurricane. I'm an absolute hurricane. I have 20 billion notes and struggle to find the thing that I'm, that I wrote down, you know, yesterday that I'm looking for. My camera roll currently has 34,000 videos and pictures in it. I have, you know, messy albums on my phone. Like, this is a this is a side thought. And that's what your that's what your content has to be. I need to save my I need to save the production for maybe once a week. I don't want a produced I don't want produced content every single day. I can't keep up with that. But can I keep up with little tidbits, little thoughts that I had throughout the day that I'm writing down in my notes that I'm slapping over old video that I already have because I have 30,000 videos? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. So why are you making it more complicated? Why are you picking the path of most resistance? And I challenge you, I challenged you at this point on the belief that you don't have the time to do this, that, you know, whether you're working a nine to five or you're, you have a billion things going on, you have kids, you have whatever kind of responsibilities in your adult life. It's not about the time and it's actually not either about the making it a priority. It's it's not that you're not making it a priority. It's that you're spending too much time overthinking your content. That is the problem. You could put out multiple reels per day. You could batch it all. None of it's going to be produced and that's fine and we need to accept that. But it needs to be that content ladder of the ideas are going to keep flowing. The ideas are going to keep flowing. So get that out of here with, I don't have time to post more than three times a week. 
I don't spend a lot of time on my content. I have two businesses. I absolutely do not have the time. And very often my social media falls to the wayside. And I felt that throughout the last two months. But guess what? I posted 29 times the last two months. 29 times. Some days I didn't post. Some days I posted twice. Some days I posted three times because there was also a carousel thrown in and then two reels because it's easy. And when you have that content that you're not overthinking that just comes because you're letting your personality come, you're putting down your phone, you're pressing record, you're slapping some text over it. Who cares? You're documenting the little moments or the little thoughts that you're having, the real, the raw, the actual moments where you would call a friend or have a conversation or send a Voxer. That's when it clicks. That's when it clicks. Revolutionary, huh? Being yourself works. revolutionary (laughs) that being yourself is actually the path of least resistance. So takeaways here, takeaways here, get out of your head, get out of your head. You are a content creating machine. You're going to keep saying that to yourself. You're a content creating machine. I want you to go to your insights, go to your content that you already have. How can you take the next step from that content? How can you reuse something from two weeks ago? Literally the same, literally the same video, same video. And put different text over it. Make a different point. Stop putting so much time into the production. I don't want you to spend an hour on each reel. I, you don't, no one has the time for that. Absolutely no one. This is your marketing, not your business. We're only promoting the business. The business needs to be first priority. Um, and that's what I want the takeaway to be is your business needs to be your first priority. And if the marketing isn't an additional or the fun piece or the building connections, whether you are a service provider or a influencer, content creator, whatever you want to call yourself, we're all, we're all the same. Multi-passionate entrepreneurs trying to aim for multiple streams of income. Do it to it. Do it to it. Okay, leaving you with that. If you love this episode, please rate and leave a review. It means the absolute world to me. And if you're having some other block, if you are feeling stuck, please slide into my DMs because I want to chat about whatever I can talk about next. Be my inspo for this content creation, content creating machine that I'm building right here. You're always my inspo. I'm always listening. Come hang out in my DMs. And of course, leaving you with this, I've talked a lot about Do Less Club throughout this whole thing, basically, because I just like live and breathe this program now. And it's so great. I I don't even say that as like a sales pitch or to be corny or anything. I say that because it's just such a good shift from where I was at previously that I'm just so blown away by the connections and the conversations. So I am actually going to drop a new wait list for the next group that's coming in June. We just kicked off our first uh, week of meetings. We're on to week two and do less club. I think now into week three by the time this is posted. Um, so if you are interested in jumping into this, jumping into a group where you can throw around ideas, bounce around ideas, hone in on these skills and the limiting beliefs that are holding you back with a group that fully gets it. Mastermind style, you can fully converse. The floor is yours. I don't need to be the lecturer sign up for that wait list because I have a feeling, I have a strong feeling that the next time I run this program, it is going to be, we're going to hit that cap pretty soon. So I will catch you next episode.